where a season starts here with not only their first three points of the season, but a tremendous performance to back it up. What's up guys, Matthew here. Yes! Yes! I'm so bloody happy and relieved. I can't explain my absolute joy just to feel what it's like to win a football match once again. Our first win since the middle of April and it's been a such a tough run finally we're off the mark with a win and it's not just the fact that we got a result because obviously when you're in the predicament that Borough are in and you ask fans heading into a game what are you looking for they'd say I just want a result performance would be a bonus but you just want the three points on the board to not only put in a fantastic performance from start to finish but also Again, go from, you know, concede first, as we've done in 15 consecutive games now when we've conceded. But to actually overcome that and win and hold on and do it, not only just against any old side. You know, this isn't, a, a you know, like, like Sheffield Wednesday in midweek where it was a, you know, bottom two, six-pointer almost. This was against a Southampton side who, albeit, yes, are really struggling at the moment, but a side with ridiculous... Ridiculous quality looking at their lineup. Before the game, when I saw our lineup and I saw their lineup, I thought, oh my word, this this could be an absolute nightmare. And I thought, you know, the only way Borough will have a chance of of winning was to get the first goal. But in the end, we come from behind. And I mean, listen, I'm gonna stay very grounded and I'll get on to obviously that you know this this cannot just be a flash in the pan it has to be something that we build on because if we go back to where we were and we lose the next two or whatever our performances go back to where they were like against Sheffield Wednesday then this performance is irrelevant but as a starting point as a building block as a springboard this could and I hope to God should be exactly what we need because this was more like the borough of last season so first half uh borough we started really well for the first time in uh, well for most of the games this season i can't recall too many if anywhere we've started the better side and we started really really well in this game and you know when you're playing a side like southampton who are so possession obsessed the fact that we dominated the ball for the first 20 minutes i don't know how long it was most of the half if i'm brutally honest the fact we dominated the ball and, and kept the ball away from Southampton and gave them barely anything was extremely impressive. And we just looked a lot more of a team. We didn't look like 11 disjointed individuals who were just trying to play together, who had no chemistry. We looked like a group of 11 who knew exactly what they were going out to do. They knew their roles. They knew what, what they needed to do on the ball, off the ball, in possession, out of possession. And it just looked like a much more functioning, slick, working system. 
in the past, you're looking at it and you're seeing bits that are just not working, too slow, you know, sluggish, lethargic, players not quite knowing where to go, what to do. This was, it looked like a team that was not on autopilot as such, but just knew what it was doing. And it was functioning, and it was functioning well. And it was, it just seemed like it was going to be indicative of Borough's season when Southampton did take the lead because we we started extremely well albeit not created much but looked the better side and we still managed to go behind us we somehow do in every single game that we play and in Southampton's credit it was what you'd kind of expect from a team like them you know even when they're not playing well they pull out a ridiculous piece of quality it's it's what we've saw quite often this season from Southampton and Leicester and, and you know some of the top sides and it was through Borough losing the ball in their own half Matt Crooks played a bad pass and the the move leading up to the goal was absolutely brilliant the ball into Che Adams was fantastic his little reverse ball through the defence to Adam Armstrong who made a wonderful run in behind and the finish as well was fantastic and you can say what you want about Borough being the better side up until that point Southampton ultimately created the one piece of quality um, and their only bit of quality that thus far really up until that point and it was a fantastic goal and you suddenly sat in the stands thinking you know what it doesn't matter if we play well we go behind we play crap we go behind and you just sat there thinking what on earth do we have to do for something to turn for us you know what do we need to do what needs to happen because I felt really bad for the Borough team uh, when we went behind and as the first half went on, you know, we are getting towards the end of the half and, and this was something that was really, really promising because given where Borough were going behind again, you could have quite easily, you know, saw the players' heads drop and my biggest concern was that, right, you know, they're going to accept that they've gone behind again, what's happened before will happen again, will happen again and, and it'll be the same outcome. And I was worried their heads would drop and they would go into their shell and Southampton, who would have desperately needed this scenario, taking the lead, who themselves had lost three in a row and needed that, that injection of confidence, I thought this could spiral out of control. But credit to every single one of the Borough players on that pitch because their heads did not drop. They did not let it get to them and they just continued on as they did before the goal was conceded and we continued to play really well, fantastic on the ball, but we just still did not quite have that final bit of quality. The final ball, the cross, whatever it is, it was getting to that final bit and breaking down and I was sat there thinking, we deserve a goal. We deserve a goal so much from this first half because going in 1-0 behind the Libyan fans who have probably booed because they won't have even you know really took much notice of the performance and would have only looked at the scoreboard and I just thought half time 1-0 they're going to go in fans aren't going to be happy and it's going to be a downbeat dressing room and Southampton are going to probably come out the more confident side in the second half and and finish us off essentially and we got a goal which could be the biggest goal of the season to be honest, in terms of its timing and the fact that it was not only what Borough deserved, but we then went into half-time, everyone was up, everyone was excited and everyone thought, right, here we go. Because we were in the game, we were the better side and, and, and quite frankly, Southampton were there for the taking at that point. They really were quite poor the first half. And it come from some fantastic pressing from Isaiah Jones and this is what you need to do against this Southampton side because they will insist on playing it out from the back. They will have plenty of gaps and... Isaiah Jones pressed their defender extremely well, won the ball in the final third, laid it off to Riley McGree 
And these are the goals you just love to see. You know, so often Borough are trying to pass it around, play the perfect goal, uh, play the perfect pass, to score the perfect goal. And sometimes when your confidence is low, you just take that extra touch, that extra pass, you try and literally walk it in. And that's arguably what we've been doing. But to see McGree cut inside and think, I'm going to hit this. And it goes into the bottom corner. A fantastic strike. And it just transformed the Riverside. Because even though Borough were playing well, there were still moans and groans when we'd lose possession. Because I think people were just thinking, you know what? It doesn't matter what happens. We're losing. We're getting beat. We're going to lose again. Because that's the story of Borough's season, regardless of our performance. And to go in at half-time, everyone was proper up for it second half. And it was just a case of, can we build on it? Can we build on it second half? Let's not have this as another one of them games where we've had in the past this season where we've had a good 30-minute spell but been crap for the rest of the game. All good having a good 45 minutes if we've crap second half. For me, it was all about, let's come out second half, maintain this take the game to Southampton, who were there for the taking, and get this game won, because what a chance we have. And that's exactly what we did. Fantastic play once again from us leading up to the goal. The ball was played in at the middle, and Josh Coburn was pulled down by Howard Bellis in what was an absolute clear penalty. And Johnny Housen stepped up, our captain, who hasn't had a great season and I don't think I've ever seen him take a penalty in within game that wasn't a penalty shootout before. But tell you what, given the pressure, the circumstances, it was a fantastic penalty from Johnny Howson and Borough. Eight games in, sixty-five minutes in, finally led a game of football this season, and it was the least we deserved, if I'm honest. And the rest of the game was really interesting because Southampton were much better second half. They were much better in possession. They were more like the sort of Southampton I expected with you know them playing the ball around the box in that kind of horseshoe, but still weren't creating all that much. Dieng had to make one real save of significance in the second half. I think their number 23 cut inside and you know took a shot that, that Dieng uh, parried. I think it was Adorzi who took the shot. But other than that, they didn't really create anything that clear cut. And because they were committing men forward, Borough just kept catching them on the counter-attack. And I've got to say, our pressing was fantastic. And we kept nicking the ball in some really, really good areas. Josh Coburn nicked it high up the pitch after a corner. He had two men to his left, but I, I don't know who the defender was for Southampton in the centre, but defended extremely well, you know, to, to not give Josh too much room in on goal, but also making him question the, the, the square ball. And he goes for the shot himself, and it's saved by Bazunu. There was another chance where we broke again. It was a fantastic cross from Corburn. McGree hit the post, and you just sat there in the ground thinking, oh my God, a third goal kills the game off, and you've got it in the back of your head thinking this is just the, the way the season's gone. You know, we really need this win. It's just huge. Please, please, please don't concede an equaliser. And I just wanted that third goal, that cushion so much. It didn't sadly come for us, but we still held on and defended really, really well. Given Southampton's quality, given the players at their disposal and the possession that they had in the second half and Borough's defence and how they've been this season, we were absolutely brilliant. Uh, managing the game towards the end of the game we, we managed it really well keeping the ball in the corner winning throwings free kicks and it was just such a well rounded and well executed performance and i got to tell you man the relief when that final whistle went was unlike anything I've experienced in a long time you know last season 
We were arguably taking wins for granted because we were used to it. We were winning every week. But when you've not won in, I mean, how many months has it been? Six months, five months? You know, that first win, it felt like it was the first time I'd ever seen Borough win before. It was unbelievable. The atmosphere, the relief, the joy, but not just because we'd nicked it because the winner went off in off, in off someone's arse and we were dominated for the whole game. We were the better side and we deserved it. And we played a very good side. And let's not you know, beat around the bush. This Southampton side is in a bit of trouble at the moment. But you still have to beat what's in front of you. And Borough were absolutely fantastic from start to finish. And I want to talk about some individual performances because it's really interesting this, that Borough went back to their tried and tested in this game. And when I first saw the lineup, I looked, I wasn't too bothered about the back four and the midfield. It was seeing Crooks and Coburn up top again. And, and we saw that in midweek against Sheffield Wednesday. And I just didn't see much movement or threat or pace. And I just thought, how are these two going to do enough to unsettle this Southampton defence, who we've seen many times this season? If you press them, get at them, they make mistakes. But credit. To Coburn especially, who I'll get on to, um, and, and the players behind him. You know, they, they pressed the Southampton defence extremely well and made life very, very awkward for them. But it was interesting, and I think this is a, a very important point. Out of Borough's starting eleven for this game, eight of the players that we started were here last season. Only three are new signings, one of them being a loan signing and one of them being a goalkeeper. So, Carrick very much went back to the players that he knows. The players he knows will play the system. And we also went back to playing a very similar, if not the same system, as to what we played last season, which of course was a huge success. So Carrick went back to what he knows best and what he knows works. And that's exactly what fans have been asking him to do. And that was that we, in possession, had a back three with Vandenberg, Fry and Lenahan. The left back, who was O'Brien, would bomb on. And McGree would then cut inside. We had some great work down the right with Vandenberg making some inverted runs, leaving space for Jones on the right, who had some great combinations with Matt Crooks. And the midfield just seemed so much more reassured in possession and we were picking up good spaces in the half space playing the ball in really zipping it playing it with pace and conviction and it just like I said at the start it looked like a team who were more familiar with their surroundings the people they were playing with and the system they were asked to play and I think that's a huge huge possible turning point for Borough going in to the next couple of games. So looking at the lineup, then, Senny Dieng, of course, our goalkeeper, of course, a new signing, but doesn't really make as much difference when it's the keeper. Senny's just as good in possession as what Stefan was and probably a better shot stopper, if I'm honest. Vandenberg come in at right back once again, Dale Fry and Lenahan, the usual centre-back pairing, and Lewis O'Brien once again was in at left back uh, as he ended the, the game in midweek. And I was a bit surprised. I sort of looked at that and thought, he's probably our best midfielder. Why is he out of position? But... Pff, you know, he did such a good job there today. Hackney and Housen were in the midfield. Housen coming back in after, you know, a rough start to the season for him with a three in behind Corburn with McGree on the left. Jones on the right, Crooks in the 10 and Josh Corburn up front once again. Running through the team then, I thought Senny was... He did his job. Again, the goal they scored, I don't think he could do much about. He's still waiting for his first clean sheet. But in the second half, did make some good saves when called upon, albeit... He wasn't called upon as much, which is a positive thing, of course. The back four, I thought, were, were very, very good. I think Rav Vandenberg, for me, is probably 
out of all the signings we've made this season, the one who I can see has that real elite potential. Because the point of Borough's recruitment is that they've signed players on a cheap and they look to sell them on in a few seasons for four, five, ten times the money that they signed them for. And out of all the ones we've signed, Rav is the, is the one who I look at and think he is capable of playing at the very, very top level. And given he's 19, I thought he was outstanding today. He can play right back. He was left back at the weekend uh, in, in midweek, Sheffield Wednesday. He's naturally a centre-back but he was unbelievable today, you know, up against real high quality. Let's not forget, this Southampton side is stacked with Premier League talent. He was unbelievable, Rav. He did so well for his age as well. And, um, yeah, I'm absolutely delighted for him. He was unbelievable. As were the centre-back pair, and I think they both did excellent uh, in between them, in the middle of the defence. And I think O'Brien as well, given that he's not naturally a left-back I thought he did what the Borough left-backs did last season, right? what Ryan Giles did. He got forward, he made the overlap, he was brave to get beyond McGree, worked well with McGree on the left and you know was pretty good going forward, but also very good at the back as well. He made some very good tackles, good covering runs. I still don't want him to stay there. I think when Bangura is fully fit, he should go back in there and we can bring O'Brien into the midfield. But for a player who was playing out of position, thought today was absolutely immense. In the middle, Housen and Hackney, I think, did well. I think much better than what they have been. I think Housen had a, a little bit of a tough first half, um, give the ball away a few times, but I think just the system that Borough played today really helped the midfield pair, and they were just able to ping the ball about much more accurately. Players were offering themselves for the ball. It just made the whole thing work a lot better, and it was better for them too, who I thought did really, really well. And then in behind the striker, I think Riley McGree, fantastic today, scored a wonderful goal, could have had a hat-trick, um, and was essential on that left-hand side, tucking inside, and yeah, was essential at how Borough played, very much like last season. Matt Crooks was pr probably the, the only part of this eleven which I would still swap out for someone else. I think this is... The closest I've seen to Carrick finding his best 11, and I still think out of the 11, Crooks is probably the odd one. I think he could still probably come out for Morgan Rogers. Maybe Latilath can be swapped in for him and he can play up top with Coburn. But despite Crooks, I still don't think quite fitting this, this system and I'm still not fussed on this number 10 experiment. He has a really good relationship with Isaiah Jones and he linked up with him really well on the right-hand side. Some really good play between the two. And I think that benefits Jones. So... Whenever Jones is on the right, there's always an argument Crook should be there uh, alongside him in the number 10. That leads me on to Isaiah Jones, who, as he did in midweek, he made such a great impact. He was outstanding today. Absolutely outstanding. He continuously went at the Southampton fullback, made life extremely difficult for him. He played some really good play on the right-hand side, some great combinations with, like I say, Crooks and the likes. And, you know, he ran himself into the ground. He went off... On, I don't know how many minutes it was, right, I think 90 minutes he went off with cramp because he literally couldn't run anymore. He put his all into this game, Isaiah Jones, and it's the best I've seen him in a long time. This is the Isaiah Jones of two seasons ago, and I don't think we should expect this from him still every week. That's the kind of frustrating thing with Isaiah, but when he's on it, he's outstanding, and yeah, he was amazing today. And then that leads me on to young Josh Coburn, who was amazing I was sceptical of him starting, but Josh Coburn, given the fact he's... I don't even know how old Josh Coburn is. I'm going to Google how old Josh Coburn is, because I'm sure he's only 19, 20. He's 20, and he was so ahead of his years. He was a nightmare 
for the Southampton backline, who are established, experienced, championship, Premier League quality players, some of them, and he was brushing them off, out-muscling them. His touch today was absolutely fantastic. Every time the ball went into him, it would stick, and he made some really good runs in behind. He would bring others into play. He did really well at the end as well when we were managing the game to hold the ball up and was just immense. He was absolutely fantastic today and it's a sign of the potential he has. And I don't think we should expect this every week from Josh Corburn because he's a youngster. But for a performance up against the the defence he was playing, he did unbelievably well. So Josh Corburn, well done son. You were absolutely outstanding today. You gave that defence the runaround and, you know, the only thing that he could have done better was was finish his chance because he deserved his goal. He was wonderful. As for the subs, Sam Green would come on. I wouldn't say it had much of an impact. You know, a couple of crosses and passes was it went astray. Tommy Smith come on for Vandenberg, who um, you know I think went off with a precautionary injury. I don't think it was anything too serious. And Tommy Smith still managed to get himself booked in that period. And Silvera come on at the very end for Jones. Of course, it was way too late for him to have any sort of an impact. As for the stats, well, this is what we're sort of waiting for with Borough. As we've done for the majority of this season, the XG, very, very good. The highest it's been, 2.81, and we scored two of them as well. So it's great to see Borough converting them chances. And Southampton as well met their XG as well. So you could say the balance of the game was was pretty good. Pretty spot on with the scoreline there. Both teams got what they deserved. And another thing that I find really impressive is that Southampton will not be out-possessed much this season and Borough had more of the ball today which I think was a real positive sign of control and composure and that's exactly what we sort of come to be familiar with with the Borough side of last season so obviously it's only the first win and that is something we have to keep in mind what it does do is it puts Borough up to third bottom so you know still eight games in the relegation zone, only one win. If we'd have won this game on the opening day and then went on to go seven unbeaten, the atmosphere would be a lot different. So obviously, perspective changes things. It's obviously a bit more of a high because we've won, but we still must not forget the bigger picture. This is only Borough's first win in eight games. So in isolation, this was an absolutely tremendous result. And I think it's one Carrick desperately, desperately needed. However, it's so important that he builds on this now. This cannot be a one-off flash in the pan. We go back to being rubbish and inconsistent against Watford, and then we've got Cardiff and Sunderland. This simply has to be a building block for us to make the relevant steps to improving. And we should use this game as the benchmark. This is what we should set as our minimum expectation. Because if we can do this against a side as good as Southampton, again, I repeat, they're not in a good stage right now, but still, Borough should feel confident that they can do this against anybody. And as well as that, they have confidence now that they can come from behind in games. And this should be the way forward for me. And I do find it really intriguing that Michael Carrick went with a side and a team that were more familiar have been around longer, tried and tested in a system that he knows. And I think that's, some may may say it was a statement to the recruitment team or whatever, I don't know. But I think it's definitely a sign that we should stick with this, stick with the players who are the most comfortable, and we should try and embed our new signings in a little bit slower. I think this proves that maybe so far this season, we've tried to literally replace Akpom with Rodgers or Ramsey with Silvera, or whatever it is, and we've literally got these new boys, and we've plucked them and dropped them straight in the starting eleven, and said, right, you guys must now just 
crack on and just you know just start as we expect them to be and you know instantly be at the standard we expect when that's not going to happen these boys will take time to bed in and i think because they've been in a team that's been losing that's dented their confidence and it's got them into this endless cycle where they're losing games playing worse trying too hard the confidence gets hit they lose so they try even harder don't play well confidence is even lower and they're in this endless cycle and i think the best thing for us to do now is to take the new boys out start bringing them on in games so they can make a positive impact build their confidence up that way until they gradually can break into the team and essentially replace the the players at the same standard of whoever it is that they're coming in for so that's i think a step that we should take and it's good that we can we can sort of see a positive step and a direction to go in now and this for me is what we we should be doing going forward bedding in the new boys a little bit slower sticking with the guys who are most familiar and just increasing and building their confidence slowly over time instead of dropping them in the deep end and expecting them to just hit the ground running and of course they haven't and they've suffered for it so yeah it's fantastic that we have gotten a positive result as you guys know if you've watched all the project boroughs this season it is it's been an absolutely nightmare season it's been tough it's been frustrating and i it's just so satisfying to, to pick up a win in a game i didn't expect it as well and it will give us hopefully confidence going into the next few games of course bradford in the cups one i'd like us to get through because it keeps that momentum going and then we go to watford who were very hit and miss at the moment but i think the win at home today should give us the confidence to do the same against cardiff the sunderland game will take care of itself one way or the other that that anything could happen in that game to be honest with you, but obviously, as you guys know, that's it from me. I'm signing off now for a fortnight. I go on holiday tomorrow for two weeks, so this is my last Project Borough for a fortnight. It's been great to end on a win. I didn't expect it, and while I'm away, I'm hoping I can be checking my phone when Borough play, and I will be seeing that we will be you know, carrying this on. I'd take a point at Watford and a good performance, but we keep winning our home games and hopefully, you know, this can be uh, the start of Borough's season, hopefully. And I'll be back after the Sunderland game. I come back on October 10th. So at some point that week, I'll be back with a Jumbo Borough, uh, Project Borough episode where I'll be rounding off the Watford, Cardiff and Sunderland games all in one. And I'm hoping I'll be coming back to a team who haven't stumbled and fell backwards into where they were before. And I come back to see a team who have progressed and gotten better and improved and continued to take steps forward up the league. But that's it for this episode of Project Borough, guys. If you've enjoyed it, do hit the like button and subscribe. If you haven't already, as I said at the start of the video, this is now available on all podcast providers for anyone who would rather listen to it on the go. So if you are wanting to check this video out or you'd rather listen on a podcast provider, do check us out on there and give it a like and a rating as well if you wish. Comment below your thoughts on the performance as a whole, whether you're a Borough fan, a Southampton fan, or a fan of another club. But until next time, guys, that's it from me for the next few weeks. Do take care. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in a fortnight. Take care.